0: Welcome to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. For the next hour, you'll hear proven methods for how to live the multiple income streams dream. Ryan is passionate about helping others discover their gifts and start their own business. He's published five books, and his courses and group coaching programs have changed the lives of thousands of students all over the world. Ryan's books include Private Label, The Easy Way, Finding Your Grace Place, And his latest streams of income. And now, here's your host, Ryan Rieger. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income Radio Show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we are with Greg Perry, my friend and eBay expert. So, this is a replay from a webinar that Greg and I did last night on Monday. And it's about how to skyrocket your eBay sales, even if you have tried and failed to sell there before. I know long title. Uh, Greg is uh, humorous, uh, but brings a lot of awesome information. If you are an Amazon seller and you've tried eBay before, or you're thinking about eBay, eBay is totally not dead, not even close. So there are basically no restrictions on eBay. If you're, you sell bundles, Uh, There are no bundling rules. It's so much easier to sell there um, compared to Amazon in some regards. And so, yes, it's work just like anything, but it can be a very healthy stream of income. So think of it this way. If you're already selling a product on Amazon really well, why not try it on eBay? Or think about brands that are restricted on Amazon. Well, they are not restricted on eBay for the most part. So we have people in our eBay group that are selling tons of things just over and over. They're selling replens. So, you know, replens is a hot topic right now, replenishable items, things that sell over and over again. Well, what are some of those replens that you have not been able to sell on Amazon or you're, you're going down the aisle or looking online and you see an opportunity and darn it, it's restricted or it's just not profitable or it just doesn't not a fit for Amazon. Well, eBay could be a perfect fit for those things. And so, um, I know you're going to enjoy this, uh, this episode, um, in, in it, he talks about, um, Yes, he, he does have some slides in the video. I will have a video here in the show notes where you can go watch those slides if you want to. But you're not going to miss out on anything, even on the audio only version here. Um, there is one slide where he says, uh, here are the list of 10 rules for bundling on eBay and it's blank. So just know there are basically no rules on eBay as far as uh, bundling and restrictions and there are some brands that are restricted, but for the most part, it's a fair game uh, for anything like that. So it's an awesome opportunity. And if you're interested in uh, learning more about eBay, here is my webinar with Greg. Cool. So guys excited about this. Of course, he, he Greg is the eBay master. We've got tons and tons and tons of success stories in our eBay group that we have. But he was going to um, one thing we I asked him to share about is just you know, so for those of you that have done eBay before and you've tried it and you're like, you know what, this is just not my thing. Well, hopefully we'll, this will give you an opportunity to think think about that again, to see if this might be a fit for your business. And uh, like like I said, at our conference that we had in Nashville, I mean, this is not a shiny object. If this bolts onto your business, you can easily take some of the things you're already selling on Amazon or elsewhere and put them on eBay. You should, because it's, um, Greg has an easy way of showing you how to make that happen. So I'll let you have the floor, Greg. Thanks for doing this.
1: Hey, glad to do it. I'm locked and loaded, Ryan, locked and loaded as always. (laughs) So it's going to be fun. I want everyone on this call to know that I'm about to teach you everything that I'm about to say is fact. It's science. It's not opinion on how to do eBay. eBay, it's pretty simple. Start doing what I say and you start dominating eBay that's just the facts um our webinar tonight ryan i would like to direct it at two groups those who have sold some on ebay before but never really got off into it very much they they had enough success to continue selling there or they didn't not really they just it just kind of was more of a hobby and they they sell once in a while and that's good and i also want to address the people who are currently resellers on other platforms obviously Amazon is the primary one. Walmart is another one. Others, such as Facebook Marketplace, Mercari, all of those places. If you sell successfully on Poshmark, I'm going to tell you how to sell successfully on eBay and how to bolt your eBay business onto your Poshmark clothing business or how to bolt your eBay business onto your FBA business or whatever. I'm going to show you how to do it successfully. I'm not just going to show you how to do it. Me, I've sold just about everywhere, including Amazon FBA for about three and a half years. Amazon Merchant Fulfilled. I sold for about seven years their books primarily, uh, Macari Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist back when it was more of a thing, and so forth. And for me, Ryan, my pleasure, my personal fulfillment, and the financial achievement is dramatically easier on eBay. The profit margins are by by far less than. The profit margins are by far more than they are on Amazon, and buyers on eBay enjoy the community feel that eBay portrays. And isn't that kind of funny, though? I mean, uh, buyers on Amazon think they're buying from that you know huge Jeff Bezos corporation, and most of the time they're just buying from resellers like you and me. You know, Amazon's just facilitating that thing but they feel like there's more of a community and more of a one-on-one feel with eBay. And eBay sort of got away from that about 2012. And they've spent about five years getting back to it because that seems to make eBay a success. So people differentiate eBay on a one-to-one type of level. They're dealing with families. They've, they view most, uh, most items as being family sold. And that's one of the differentiations. And it's my preferred way to make money. Uh, eBay by far is my preferred way to make money. And money, Ryan, money's been a motivator for me ever since my great-grandfather told me. He one time said, Greg, it's worth spending money on good speakers. And ever since, I've come to realize that was some sound advice, right? Sound advice. If y'all aren't going to laugh at these things, I'm just not going to be telling them. People who tried eBay really never really tried. That's my assertion. And I'm being I'm using hyperbole a little bit. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I can't help myself. I sort of get a chuckle whenever I hear people say, oh, we sold a few things on eBay and big sellers like on Amazon, FBA. We sold a few things on eBay, but we tried to sell our replans on eBay and they didn't really sell that well. So we don't mess with that anymore. And after I finished kind of chuckling, I think, I'm so glad you don't, because that's less competition for me. That's less competition for the people, the small army of eBayers that I train. And you, yeah, you resellers, stick with Amazon, Walmart. Don't mess with eBay. (laughs) Stay away. Run away. Run away. And for anybody who sold things on Amazon's FBA platform before, let me just ask you, what would you think if somebody said, I tried to sell an FBA once and I sent in a box of stuff and... Amazon got mad at 19 things I did, and it didn't sell very well. So I'm not wasting my time with FBA anymore. I'm not going to sell there anymore. If you're an FBA seller, you'd go. You can't just try a few things and expect to be an expert. You can't expect to conquer FBA by trying a box or two you know, of 150 items in, in one shipment. You can't do that. You have to learn how to sell there. there there's a learning curve, quite steep, actually. To not just become a beginner on FBA, it's quite a steep learning curve, really, if we're being honest, but to become a master and make a living at FBA, it never gets a lot easier, but it, you start tackling it. And I want to repeat that this webinar isn't for those who've sold on other platforms only, okay? I'll be mentioning these other platforms. Maybe you just want to start your own home business and see eBay as a viable way to, to do that. And Let me tell you, it's more than a viable way to do that. And if, if that is you do what I say, just being honest, here's the big, big deal about eBay and why so many try to sell a few things on eBay and then they stop. And unlike FBA, unlike Walmart reselling, a brand new person to, to eBay can start listing there within 10 minutes or less. They can, they can open an account, they can throw up something to sell, take pictures, write a quick condition description, And it's selling within 10 minutes or less. eBay is ultra easy for beginners to start selling on. And that's great. And it's also their downfall. It's if only, right, if only FBA, Amazon took 10 minutes to learn, right? I mean, wouldn't that be great? But that's not a reason to stop selling on FBA. If anything, it's a reason to conquer FBA where others just give up. And not only selling on Walmart and Amazon is not simple for beginners, they aren't that simple for people who've been there for years. As I said, that's not a reason to stop selling either. Many make millions of dollars selling on Amazon. And let me say, if you if you haven't sold on Amazon, it's it's not simple. It's often anxiety ridden. Uh, sometimes I think the people who run Amazon also run the airports. You know, the airports, they treat all of us like criminals instead of customers. And sometimes Amazon's sort of that way too with their resellers. And I want... I want you to know the truth about it. If you've never sold on Amazon, it can be tough, but you can do it. It just takes, it's going to cause some anxiety and eBay doesn't seem to produce that anxiety. I think eBay is a better place to start if you haven't started reselling anywhere. If you haven't been successful anywhere, I think eBay is a perfect place to be focusing right now. eBay is an amazing platform right now with more sales than they've ever had before in their history. Someone today just told me that they mentioned eBay and eBay, and, and the person said, I thought they were closed. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. eBay's not closed. Um, Amazon has a little anxiety over, say, you sell a coach, ladies' coach purse. It's possible to get IP complaints, uh, fraud complaints. This isn't really a coach purse. And maybe the buyer just wanted to send it back and regretted their, you never know. Or maybe the buyer was trying to be honest. You never know. But Amazon has policies and attitudes. So does eBay. But we'll talk about the attitude differences throughout. But please understand, I want you to know the reality of what you face on each platform. Amazon is so much uh, quicker to scale and to grow and grow and grow. But with it comes some anxiety. With eBay, you sleep like a baby every night well you sleep like an e baby every night and and i want you to know these options it's not bashing amazon for uh, several years now ebay's pretty much been pushed to the side pretty much bashed as you know that platform where you just sell things in auctions and it's not really a money maker and i think i want to give ebay some equal time for a change i want to demonstrate the truth about both so beginners absolutely can begin selling in a few in a few minutes on literally on eBay. If you know nothing about eBay, you can start selling on eBay, open an account start selling in 10 minutes and not read one help screen. And most people who sell on eBay never ever read a help screen. And that's good for people I train. And I'm going to show you tonight all sorts of things very clearly posted on eBay's help screens that no one, no sellers seem to know. It's so it's so amazing. eBay can be is ultra simple to start, but it's it takes time. eBay is deeper if you want to dominate eBay. It requires more work if you want to dominate eBay. It doesn't require an FBA Amazon expertise but it requires more work to dominate on eBay, to really dominate. And when I'm done with you today, each and every one of you tonight, each and every one of you is going to sell on eBay. You're going to want to sell on eBay. You resellers on Amazon, you will want to put your replans, your bundles, your retail arbitrage items, you will want to put them on eBay, not just FBA, not just Walmart, merchant fulfilled or whatever. And you should, but Only sell on eBay knowing you can list them fast and easy, but to get good sales, to dominate eBay the way an army of eBayers I train dominates eBay, it takes deeper knowledge. And some of that knowledge you will learn. The eBay difference eBay is the oldest reselling platform, really. I mean, eBay's been, eBay began exactly 25 years ago. This is eBay's 25th anniversary. And common sense and logic would tell you that nobody can. No seller can dominate a platform that old, that mature. I mean, competition won't allow that. The platform's far more mature for, for by now for people to, to find these little ways to dominate what they sell. Oh, I love that it's so easy to dominate eBay. I love it. Zero Amazon sellers, not giant sellers who've sold for years, find it easy to dominate Amazon. I mean, right? I mean, some do for a short time, they don't dominate Amazon for long, and it makes sense. Amazon is also a mature platform, been around as a reselling, as a as a true reseller, third-party platform, really working similar to the way it does today for eight years or so. It's You've been able to sell on Amazon longer than that, but eight or nine years is really where it's been uh, molded into what we know today. And as soon as you get a winning strategy, others will start mimicking it immediately. Amazon, the platform allows that. It it it's it's designed, not designed because of that or for that, but because of the way it's designed, we will see tonight that Amazon can't really be dominated because competition will always take over and make it an even playing field. I say that an eBayer, an eBay seller, a new eBay seller who's only been on eBay two and a half or three months, that's kind of the magic spot. You can start outselling people who try to sell against you on those items. You can of the items that you're selling. It takes about three months to do what we call energizing your eBay account and start selling about the same number each day as you list. That's the sweet spot we want to get to. And why can you still dominate? It's because, as I keep repeating, eBay is easy to start selling on, but no one ever learns more than the basics. And so once you do. You will be a winner. Okay. Especially for you other reseller, you resellers out there watching this, still a little bit suspicious that you don't really want to do eBay. When you start selling on eBay in the first 10 minutes of opening your account without any trouble, without any significant gating issue, gating issues, uh, oh, you let me speak to you. For those of you who sell on Amazon, you, you want to sell Nike shoes on eBay? eBay says, you want to sell brand new Nike shoes on eBay? Okay, sure. No problem. You want to sell Adidas brand new shoes? Sure. eBay says, okay, we don't care. You want to sell Air Jordan special edition, limited edition, often, um, fraudulent. I mean, often, um, uh, What's the word? (laughs) Whenever they... Often a knockoff, people will immediately start knocking off 3,000 pairs of Air Jordans. eBay says, you want to start selling Air Jordans as long as they're valid, as long as they're original? Sure, you can sell it. And here's what we will do. We will free, for free, we will take every shoe that you sell, every Air Jordan that you sell, and we will... Verify that it is authentic. And in other words, you will ship it to us, not the seller, not the buyer, and we will verify that it's authentic and we will send it to the buyer and we will protect you 100% on that sale if the seller says it's not authentic. Wow. Opening, you want to open multiple seller accounts on eBay? Amazon, get your account. (laughs) With Amazon, you try to open up two or three or four seller accounts. Amazon doesn't want you to do that. And you should follow Amazon's rules, but they don't want you to. They will close you down faster than a smoke shop lasts in the lobby of the Mayo Clinic. You can't do that, but you can not on eBay. Um, you want to sell grab bags of items. That you don't even describe what's in the box that you're selling on eBay. eBay says, knock yourself, knock yourself out. We don't care. You want to create a bundle that has absolutely... No complementary products whatsoever that go together in any logical way. I'm not saying that's wise, but if you've ever tried to create a bundle on Amazon, going through those pages and pages of rules that constantly change, eBay says, sure, whatever you want to do. Throw it all in a box and sell these nine things that don't go together. We don't care. Wow. I mean, can you just imagine the freedom of being able to bundle anything? So sell your bundles on eBay if you also sell them on Amazon. You don't have to worry about making sure the rules overlap. They don't. As a matter of fact, here are the top 10 rules for bundling on eBay. If you don't follow these rules, eBay will close your account. Memorize them. Learn those rules. Once you learn those rules, you can sell any bundle that you put together. No big deal. If you've sold bundles on Amazon before, that... Kind of blows your mind that there's no rules on ebay amazon has good reason to have some of their bundling rules but you don't have to follow them on ebay ebay's ceo recently said that ebay works for it's not buyers ebay works for its sellers ebay makes it very clear to its sellers you work for the buyers we work for you wow i mean that's pleasant if you've sold on other platforms That's amazing. And they constantly prove that constantly. So when you start selling on eBay within the first 10 minutes with no gating, with no rules, without anything, you don't really have a reason to look further. And everyone knows I'm the last person to brag. But those of you who know me, um, I am the premier. I am one of the premier eBay experts on earth. And that is not bragging. That really is true. Um, It's one of the few times that I'm bragging that I'm not just joking. Um, most sellers never learn the eBay dominating concepts. That's why we're here. That's why they're not profitable. Ryan, I'm here for everyone to make some more money. Uh, So butter us up, Ryan. We are on a roll. (laughs) Being highly successful is not an art. It's a science on eBay. eBay myths. eBay's dead. We touched on this earlier. No, it's not dead. More and more people sell on Walmart, Amazon, they think eBay's dead. Listen, eBay consistently, month after month, averages the ninth, 10th, or 11th most visited website in America. Now, Amazon ranks better, but it is foolish to say that the 10th most visited website, on average, every single month in America, it's foolish to say that's a dead website. That's foolish. That is a powerful, powerful place to sell items. So, is eBay dead? Perish the thought, perish the thought. You hurt yourselves if you don't list on eBay as well as Amazon, if you're an Amazon seller. A myth, eBay is where you sell used items on auctions. eBay is where you sell used items in auctions. Nope. I mean, you can, but if you sold on eBay previously, like a few years ago, almost everything was an auction. You're just used to that mindset. Nowadays, no way. Almost everything is buy it now, just like on Amazon. You, as a seller, tell the price you want, and buyers either pay it or they go somewhere else. eBay is a platform where it's not seven-day auctions anymore. It's very rare that I suggest you do an auction. If you have a very rare item and it's kind of hard to really value the price, let the world bid on that valuable rare item for seven days. And whatever the world bids probably is close to what it's really worth. But when it comes to items that you sell generally, other than that, always come up with a price. I'll show you how and sell it at that price. Nobody's going to wait seven days for an auction to end on eBay. These days in 2021, as we record this, nobody's going to wait and see if they won from you seven days later. They're just going to buy it somewhere else. Successful eBay sellers who sell in auctions these days, they are more rare than Michael Moore taking a shower. So that's, that's hardly existing. Myth, eBay sells for replens and bundles cannot compete with Amazon's. It's true, when you look at sales velocity, eBay will not come close to the velocity of most of you sell through on Amazon. But let's consider some often omitted facts. First, the audiences differ. You'll sell to an audience that you don't always have access to on Amazon eBay has a points program called eBay Rewards, and those points expire every three months. And if you don't use them up, and so rewards, um, buyers start really liking eBay and they want to use their points to get a discount. And by the way, eBay does not take that discount out of you sellers' account. eBay eats the cost. So eBay gives these points as incentive, kind of like airline miles, so that buyers can. And what's funny is, buyers will try to use them all up before they expire, and they'll try to get, you know, 4% off. A, their next purchase on eBay. So they use up all their points that are expiring, but that purchase, 96% of that purchase gave them more points that now start expiring right away. eBay buyers are loyal. Many, many buyers overlap. Of course, many people are on both Amazon and eBay and buying and selling both places, but you do have a loyal audience on eBay who will only buy from eBay. That's because now... What does that mean for us as specifically as sellers? Another reason to sell on eBay, if you're selling on Amazon, is we resellers on eBay pay far less selling fees on eBay. Good eBay sellers, they they only pay about 13% in seller fees, as opposed to what on Amazon, about 33%. That's kind of the word we, I mean, kind of the number we use. About a third of your sale on Amazon goes to Amazon. That's the selling fee. It varies, but that's that's a pretty good estimate. 33 versus 13%. And that doesn't count Keepa. That doesn't count Inventory Lab. That doesn't count Amazon's professional monthly account fee. It doesn't count repricers. All that stuff, you must be on top of your selling fees if you're an Amazon seller. You don't have any of that on eBay. You, you can price replens, your replenishables, for those of you who sell replens, you can price them for less on eBay than you price them on Amazon and still make more money. That's a giant thing to understand. I mean, it's a major reason why everybody here needs to bolt eBay onto your business. You, you might not have velocity, but getting an instant 20% profit boost on every replen bundle that you sell, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And if a bundle you try to put together isn't quite profitable enough on Amazon, you have to put a six pack together before it's worth selling there. Not a five pack, not a four pack, not a three pack. Those three packs might be worth putting up on eBay with those lower selling, 20% lower selling fees. or It's more than that, but 13% total seller fees on eBay on the average for good sellers. You can usually afford to create multi-packs that are smaller on eBay and that sell through more quickly than on Amazon. So easy versus deep, there's a lot under the hood with eBay. Most people do not know it. Like close to 100% of all eBay sellers have no clue that there's more to selling than what they do on eBay. And But listen, if most sellers list horribly on eBay, I often get the question, why do the majority of sellers, people who really spend a lot of time trying to make eBay a success, even though all they do is just the bare bones, they don't know to do anymore. Well, how can they be successful? Well, it's because eBay has to to let them get sales. eBay has to show their listings or else eBay wouldn't have anything to sell. So many buyers are bad. One common thing that we do in Ryan's group, I'm in Kind of help with Ryan's group and his eBay group, and we often will take like fifteen minutes and just start looking at people selling something. We'll take one item and just start looking at all the listings, and often one hundred percent of the sellers are just horrible. Everything we see is horrible. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now, does that mean every one of those sellers never sell any of those listings? No, they sell them, but they're going to have to price them lower. They're doing everything they can to 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 make eBay not be thrilled to show their listings to buyers and buy, because buyers need to trust sellers. So not only are other eBay sellers fun to, to mock, they're also fun to outsell. and They're more fun to outsell than they are to mock. And that is your competitive advantage. Do what I say like so far I've already told you. Don't do an auction format. Do buy it now. Take photos the way I show you. eBay will put you at the top of the search. On Amazon, your goal is one thing. Get that buy box. Your goal is to get the buy box. That's all. And if you can get the buy box without being the lowest price, many people who are on this list, who are on this call, who know Amazon, you don't have to have the lowest price to get the buy box. But most of the time, that's who gets the buy box, if we're honest. I mean, really, most of the time, eBay, uh, Amazon will juggle higher priced sellers for various reasons, but most of the buy box goes to the low price, or that's the easiest way to get the buy box. Almost no eBay seller grasped that our only goal, and, and if you grasp this going into eBay, you are a lot years ahead. Our only goal is not a buy box because that doesn't exist on eBay. Our only goal is to rank higher in the search results today than we did yesterday. Every day, everything that I do to help my eBay account is simply for that one goal to rank higher in searches. That's all I care about. I don't care about low price. I don't care about, I don't put, I don't give away free shipping. I have to pay for shipping. Why would I want to give away shipping? That costs me a lot of money. I only care about search placement. I don't care about trying to, to outdo others on price or shipping. And what happens when my listing, when my items that I'm selling consistently rank on page one at slot number one or two, or maybe three. And, but my photos, because I do them right, Grabs the purchase anyway, even if I'm number three on on the first page. What happens when my items consistently rank ultra high on page one of all searches for those items? I'll tell you what happens. Someone can sell for half my price, but they're over there on page three. I don't care if someone's underpricing me. I, I don't care. No one jumps on my listing and lowers my price on eBay. The idea of tanking our prices basically doesn't exist. It does not exist. I realize if every single seller is selling something for $10 and you price it at 35, you're probably not going to get that sell, but there's a reason that they're pricing it at 10. You probably didn't do your research on prices. It's probably not worth 35, but I bet I could get 13 if every single other seller is selling for 10. I'm not saying the $10 range is a good price range. I'm just using that as an example in our fast paced Twitter culture these days people, buyers will do the following. They will search, click and buy, search, find, click, buy, search, find, click, buy, search, find. That's the way it works. I would never try to sell at the lowest price on eBay. I only try to rank higher and be the first one or maybe the second one that they search, see, they see me right there and they click and buy. That's all I care about being at the top. That's why search engine placement is so important. That's why I consider it the only thing we have to do on eBay and you should too. And I've experienced this Maybe none of you others have. Maybe no one on Amazon's ever experienced this. I experience this all the time. eBay never jumps on your listing and tries to outsell you. Never, ever, ever. And recently, the eBay vice president said, we will never do anything like that to our sellers. Wow. That's amazing. Let's look at some more specifics. I'm gonna put some money in your fists right now if you wanna sell on eBay. All eBay listings have five parts, a title, photographs, condition if it's not brand new, item specifics, and a description. These are the five parts of all eBay listings. Pay attention to me now, okay? Your title is important. You have 80 characters. Oh, Ryan, we used to have, I think, 64 characters is all we had for a title. It was so hard to get good keywords into a title back then. We now have 80, which still isn't. I guess if they gave us 1,000, I'd want 2,000 characters in a title. But they give us 80 characters. I want you to fill up that title with Very good keywords that match your product. What are good keywords? Those are words that buyers are looking for. If they're looking for, I'll do, I'll show you a ladies jean example here in a minute. If they're looking for ladies, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt pair of jeans, then you need to make sure you've got Gloria Vanderbilt jeans, women's, you know, things like that in the title. You've got to make sure you're telling eBay your titles number one in whether eBay shows you in a search or not. Okay, all the rest of this, photographs can the condition description, item specific, all the rest of this determines how high in that search you rank. But the, <coughs> excuse me, but the title is what gets you into a search to begin with. So you've got to load it up with good keywords. How do you know as a beginning seller how where the best keywords are? I'll tell you how. You look at other items that sold like you're trying to To sell now. Let's say that I'm selling a champion juicer. Okay. If you're a homeschooler, you probably have a champion juicer uh, and a Bosch mixer, but okay. um, If you're trying to sell a champion juicer, how do you know what the best keywords are for a champion juicer? You don't. I don't, and I've sold several champion juicers. What I do is I will search eBay for champion juicers, and I will click the little box that you have on any eBay search, whether it's a cell phone or on a desktop or laptop that says sold. I want to look at all champion juicers that have sold in the last day, week, month, three months. Anytime you look at sold items, you're looking at what we call comps or comparables. And then I will start sorting those or I'll start mentally looking at the ones that bring higher than lower. The one, not everything's going to match exactly what I'm selling, but many of them will. And I will pay attention to those. And the ones that sell for more, I want to know why. And one primary uh, first indication of why they got more money than others is because their title had good keywords. So I want to steal someone's title who sold my champion juicer, yesterday for a lot more money than most others are selling it because their title got into the search result and really helped them get that sale. So that's number one. That's how you find it. Does eBay care if you steal a title? No one cares. Well, the the seller might, but most sellers who've already sold something, it's probably not all that polite to steal a title or certainly not pictures from someone who is still selling something. But once an item's sold, it's perfectly fine to take their title. No big deal. eBay even says all photos belong to eBay, and they do. So once something is sold, if they have a good photograph you want to steal, you really legally can't. You can steal that photograph. It belongs to eBay in order to sell items. So you can take someone's photos, but only do it if they've already sold. It. So you don't care how to craft a title. You only care how to look at people that sold this thing. You learn everything you need to know. From those of you who sell bundles on Amazon, if you have taken your bundle, put it on eBay, and sales were dead, it's because eBay works differently. eBay's search engine called Cassini is not Amazon search engine. Amazon search engine is to reward the buy box with the the best seller selling whatever the buyer wants at that moment in time. eBay, your goal, eBay's goal is to just... Put as many good sellers as high as possible in the search engine. That's all eBay search engine does. Constantly, millions, I don't know, billions of times every week or two, Amazon, uh, eBay says, where are the items that match this buyer search and where are the better sellers? And we want to put the better sellers at the top because our, we want our buyers to have a good experience. eBay tells us this is what they do. It's not a big secret. So you want to do what eBay considers good sellers to do. So if you've taken your bundle and just copied the title from Amazon to eBay and it didn't sell, that's because you weren't looking at eBay for good titles for what's in your bundle. Look at the, if it's a multipack, look at other selling multiplex at that point and you're going to find one interesting thing. No one, well, people use the word multipack, they use the word bundle on eBay titles, but everyone just about uses lot, L-O-T. That is eBay talk for bundle. Or for uh, a multi-pack, you'll always see L-O-T. So if you didn't have the word L-O-T, some buyers know already search for a lot if you want something on eBay. I think that originated because of this 80 character limit and used to be 64 character limit. I think that's why that term lot, it's just, it just uses three characters and it means the same thing. It can mean a multi-pack, it can mean a bundle of six things, lot of six, a six lot, six pack, six, six lot. So Use lot so you cannot use an Amazon bundle and expect success on eBay. Even if there's success on Amazon, you might get one. You might get a success in an identical title, but often you have to look at comps to know what works. Photographs. I will expand on those in a second. Condition: If the item's not new, you have to be very specific and explicit on your condition. So, if it's got three spot, if it's a, if it's a. Tommy Hilfiger shirt, men's shirt, and it's got three spots on it that might come out, might not. You don't know. you it's clean. You've washed it, but you didn't really spot treat. You show those three spots. A lot of buyers don't care, especially if it's a man. They'll still buy shirts like that. You may have to price it a little low if it's got three spots, but that's okay. Tell the buyer what's wrong. If you tell, if you're very explicit in your condition, the buyer will go. There must not be anything else wrong with this shirt because they told me everything. They they took a picture or two of of what's wrong with it. So I trust this seller. Maybe it's not what I want, but I trust that seller. Maybe it's exactly what I want. If, if, if you're selling a used shirt that's got three spots, you probably all have to price that a little bit lower than a brand new Tommy Hilfiger shirt. I mean, let's be honest, but buyers will trust that you've said what you want to, you've, you've said, you've described that condition. You do not want your buyers to be surprised on the downside. You want them to be surprised on the upside. I want every buyer to get something and go, wow, I mean, they took, he took great photographs, but his condition was, was accurate, but I kind of expected it to be worse than this. I always want things to be better when they receive it. And that's why I'm very explicit with condition. eBay says, write explicit conditions, use room here, the more, and I'm telling you, the more you tell, the more you sell, if there's stuff to say about the condition, tell the condition. So. Do it. You'll make more money. You'll get fewer returns. When buyers aren't surprised, you don't get returns. You'll start making more money than Leo DiCaprio at an all-woman's fundraiser. You will. I'm telling you. Speaking of money, Ryan, I didn't tell you this. Last Sunday, I found a wallet packed full of cash right outside the doors to my church. Um, I mean, Wow. And I, was, I haven't quite figured out whether or not to take it to the church office yet because I'm still trying to decide if it's a temptation from the devil or the answer to my prayer. I haven't really decided which one of those it is. But once I figure it out, it, what it is, I'll, I'll act. Okay. The fourth item is so important item specifics. I'm going to demonstrate to you why. Item specifics, a lot of you have sold on eBay and you don't even know. What these are probably you might have seen them and didn't know they were called that. These are drop-down selections that eBay puts on all listings, and they change depending on the category. If you sell ladies' jeans, you'll get color, fabric, style, and all of that. If you sell men's electric razors, you're going to get voltage and number of number of uh, blades and all that stuff. So, yeah, these item specifics let you select. They're called item specifics. Now, I'm going to s- switch to a screen, Ryan. Uh, I guess I have to stop share first. And now I have to share my screen. All of you who uh, are on the Zoom back before I started doing these Zoom webinars with Ryan and, and others, um, I, I never understood why it took so long for people just change your screen. What's the big deal? Now I know there's really it's kind of tricky sometimes to make sure you're actually getting the right screen. Um, sorry. OK, Ryan, you should be seeing. we sh- And yep. we are. are Gloria to Very good. So this is an eBay listing. I'm just acting like I'm creating for Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. And so I haven't, you know, I've just done a title, Gloria Vanderbilt world moons, and then I haven't put pictures in here yet or anything yet, but these are item specifics. These are so important. And I'm just going to blow you away here. If you've sold on eBay, I'm going to blow you away. If you don't know how important item specifics are, let me tell you how important they are. eBay says, please Please do as many item specifics as you can. Please, we beg you. Every time eBay has a seller tra- has a seller tip or training or anything, it's please fill out item specifics. Most sellers look at these and they go, "Man, what a hassle!" I'm going to scroll down and start writing a long description. eBay says, "Don't write long descriptions." eBay says, "Fill out item description description uh, specifics." So you will have two sections on everything that you sell, required item specifics, and they literally are required. You have to put the brand, as far as these ladies' jeans, brand, type is jeans, color, blue, style, tapered, uh, size, type, um, maybe XL, whatever, department, women. So uh, these are required. And if you don't fill these out, eBay won't let you list the items. So the, the two to six items that are, that are required, those are pretty obvious. You have to fill them out. But these are where most sellers go. I'm not messing with these. Why would I want to do that? I've said everything I need to say about these jeans. Oh, really? And you have all these things, dark, fabric wash, a theme. Some jeans are like retro and some are psychedelic and some are, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Cyberpunk. I don't know. But anyway, you have all of these, all of these titles. What if someone is... um, What if someone wants jeans to an elegant affair? Maybe they might want to look at this item specific. So these item specifics are critical. Look at this. They even have item specifics for inseams. Now, you might have inseam in your title, the inseam length, but if it's a 23-inch inseam, you can choose that, and you should. You should if it has that inseam. That's kind of a small inseam, I think, even for a lady, but the waist. Now, let me show you something. I'm going to go to eBay, and what I did is I searched for Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. I just did a search. I'll repeat it. Okay, and and a bunch of stuff comes up. If I'm a buyer, I look at this search, and I see more than 20,000 results. Do I want to look through 20,000 results? No, but I want to see a Gloria Vanderbilt ladies' jeans. Well, I don't want to look through 21,000. These are where the buyer selects item specifics. Let's look at one, shall we? Let's go down to, well, these are kind of interesting. So they, they can go to, uh, let's go to, um, looking for style here. Style. I always like these ladies' jeans styles. You've got mom jeans and you've got uh, uh, skinny jeans and you've got, I think you've got boyfriend. Look at that boyfriend jeans. Ryan, this is just a whole world we, we will never understand. I mean, exactly. Man. But okay, now I'm going to go back and let's see, I, Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. These are every single pair of jeans by Gloria Vanderbilt for sale right now on Amazon, Twenty over, almost 21,000. What if I want a 23-inch inseam and that's all I want? By clicking 23-inch inseam, as many buyers will who want that, I have just reduced 21,000 results to 45. Now, I don't know if you understand what that just did. One mouse click, because I didn't, I unclicked the mom jeans and boyfriend jeans. One mouse click dropped the total that these buyers will ever see from 21,000 down to 45 results. Do you want to be in the 45 results? Or do you want to be in the 21, almost 21,000 results that no longer will ever be seen by this buyer? Even if your jeans have a 23 inch inseam and you put that in the description, you might've put it in the title. But by one click, they, they reduced the search results because they clicked one item specific that is not required. Wow, I want to be in this search result. I don't want to be in the ones that aren't. I don't want to be in the 20,000 genes. Now, are all 20,000 genes a 23-inch NC? No, but 500? 700 might be, eight, there might be 700 pairs of jeans that are completely eliminated from this because those sellers didn't know they should fill out as many item specifics as they could, as they should. And not all item specifics apply, but I certainly, and everyone in Ryan's eBay group, everyone knows they would sure be in this group. They would have clicked 23 inch inseam if that was the measurement because they want to be in the top 1%, no, the top 0.01%. Most eBay sellers are horrible. And then if you look through these, you're gonna see in a minute how almost all of these are horrible listings, almost all of them. You just just, inst- everyone in Ryan's group instantly knows, yeah, most of these are really bad, really bad sellers. Okay, I'm gonna go back to our screen. I'm gonna stop share, I'm gonna to try to share again, share my. All right, wow. Are item specifics important? Oh, yeah. How important is a description? If you haven't sold on eBay for a while, one reason is, oh, we have to create a listing for everything we sell. Yeah, you do. And you also pay 20% fewer seller fees and you can dominate eBay and sell and make a whole lot more money per item than you can on Amazon. It's a trade-off, but what about long descriptions? Oh, no, no more. eBay says, no one reads those things no one reads long descriptions And if you want to put two or three bullet points fine i usually put two or three bullet points but the description is not important anymore because buyers in this twitter culture as i said they shop see click buy shop see, click. That's all they do they're not going to read these descriptions so it's not going to slow you down to create a long description you're going to put a perfect title that you're going to steal from someone who sold it well You're going to do photographs the way i show you in a second. And then we're we're done after I show you photographs. You're going to fill out the condition if it's not a brand new pair of jeans, we will say. And you're going to do item specifics as many that apply. And your description, you can just leave it blank if you want. Many sellers do. And they sell just fine. All these other things sell your item. Very rarely will a description. If it's a very rare item, I'd say more about it. But that's not what we're talking about most of the time. Okay. Descriptions are almost meaning. a matter of fact, even on Amazon, whenever you're searching on an eBay app or an Amazon app, you hardly ever can find the description. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I want to know more about this product. You scroll and you scroll. Oh, am I supposed to click this to see a longer? I've got to see more information about this. It's pretty hard to read a description on eBay and on Amazon. It's pretty hard to find a description. The platforms know that's not really needed to sell most of the time. Now, we're almost done. Your eBay photographs. Oh, this is important. This is after your perfect title in order to, to get into a search that you don't ever have to memorize any rules from, just steal one that worked before. Your photographs really are what grabbed the buyer. The photographs, especially your first one, is what tells that buyer out of all these search results, this is the one I want to look at. So they will click your item and read more about it and look at more about it, maybe, or they'll just click it and buy it, maybe. All photographs must be high resolution and square. All eBay photographs must be high resolution and square, okay? Use your cameras one-to-one mode. All cell phone cameras just about have one-to-one. That makes your square photo. It, it takes it out off the, the motion picture landscape, you know, rectangular screen, and it puts it into a square. And until you change it back, all pictures you take will be square. So all of your photo, you just take all your photos in one fell swoop and they'll all be square and they must be high resolution. The high resolution, whatever your camera does, don't max it out, just whatever. It's going to be, you know, 2200, 2400. eBay doesn't care. I mean, it has to be huge before eBay cares, but eBay does not want 500 by 500 resolution. They don't want low quality photographs. They want buyers to be able to zoom in and see detail. So I would say general rule, 1200 by 1200 or greater, but That's just going to be what you all get these days. This isn't 2004 cell phone cameras. You're you're all going to take pictures more than 1,200 square. All resolution, all photos must be high resolution square. I said square. I said they must be. I didn't say they should be. I didn't say maybe you can. I didn't say if you want to. I said they must be square. They must be squarer than than SpongeBob SquarePants. They must be square. No exceptions. Every single photo you take in your listing and put must be square you must take four to six pictures don't take fewer than four if if it's just a two-sided I don't know if you're selling a a button I I can't think of something right now if you're selling a a coin you know a a 2007 state coin and you, you pretty much you take a picture of one side and you take a picture of the other side and pretty much two pictures are all you really need no take a picture of the edge Angle at some, take another picture, angle at some, take six, take four pictures at least, but six is better. And if you can take a dozen pictures, even better. Why take more? And you can have up to a dozen. Why take as many as 12 pictures? eBay says, if you do, we will give you search engine love. We will rank you higher because we know our buyers cannot touch what you're trying to sell, but they wanna look at it and they wanna look at it well. They want to make sure what you're selling is what they want. The more pictures you put up to a dozen, I don't always do a dozen, but the more have at least four, try to get at least six, more if you can, uh, you will rank higher in the search engine when you do that. I'm really telling you gold here. I mean, I'm really telling you gold. This this one screen is just going to change everything for you as far as your sales if you're selling on eBay. It's, it's going to change everything. It is so important. I would, I would go back and if you've already got things that sell, if you are a pretty good eBayer, I would go back and change most things, change the photographs and retake most of them. If you know if it's over $15, $18 selling price, I would do all of this for your photographs. The first picture, so you can have up to 12. You have to have at least four. Believe me, you don't have to, but you should. You should have at least four to six photographs. The first one and only the first one needs to have a white background, not a gray background. Oh, sorry. Not a gray background, not anything, a white background. And there's really unless you're a professional photographer, it's tough to do that with just a camera and lights. I have I don't know if you can see them. I have very good lights back here. I have a professional photography area back here, but even I didn't want to go the extra dollar mile to get perfect white photographs. So I have to use a tool. And the two tools that I recommend are the photo room app. It's available on Android and Apple uh, or remove.bg, which is a website. It's the best website I've seen to remove backgrounds. And that will take whatever you take a photo. If you're taking a photo of an old vase, That'll wipe out the background of that vase and make it perfect white. And if you do that, eBay says, please do that. eBay says over and over at every seller conference, please make your first photograph white. Please, please, please. No one does. Whenever I showed you all those listings a while I go and I said, anybody in Ryan's eBay group will say huh, most, most of these are, are lousy sellers. The first clue, and it's a big one, is almost maybe two of them had a white background and that was it. And those are the two that are going to sell first, probably. They certainly were very high in that
0: search. Greg, what was the second app that you mentioned? Oh, Michael answered it, remove.bg. Yes, remove.bg. It's a website
1: and the PhotoRoom uh, app on Apple and Android. Both have a cost, not very much, both have a cost. And there's really, I don't think there's a better way to get a perfectly white background uh, on photographs. The Photo Room app, if you like it, it over a year's time is less costly than remove.bg. If you do a lot of photos, I think you'll find remove.bg to be better. So that might be your turning point once you have a lot of listings that you're listing every day, 5, 10 a day, 20 a day, you're trying to hurry so you can get them all listed. Probably remove.bg is a little bit faster, but PhotoRoom is an excellent app. Let's look at what happens. By the way, eBay sends Every day, eBay sends every single listing to Google and says, Google, please index these. If someone is searching for a champion juicer, please show our listings. And Google says, Oh, we would love to because we make money every time we send you a buyer. And by the way, whenever eBay pays Google an affiliate to, to send a buyer our way, Google uh eBay does not take that out of our sales. Price. We get the same amount whether our buyer comes from Google or whether our buyer just searches eBay. We get the same income. Wow. Okay. Google says we would love to take every single eBay listing that you have every single day and we will throw it all up on, on Google Shopping as long as the photos are square and there's a white background on the first picture and it's high resolution. So as long as your listings have those things, then we will. we really want to show your items. Most sellers don't get shown on Google Uh, at the 2019 eBay open. That's the largest uh, seller. That's eBay's large seller conference. They had every year at Vegas. Hopefully they'll have one next year. They, from the stage said, Google rejects almost everything we send them because of photographs. And eBay wasn't happy about that because eBay very clearly tells you all photos must be high res and square. Use your cameras one-to-one mode. The first picture must have a white background. That's all we ask. We don't care what else you do on your photos. Just do that because Google throws away most of them almost. Okay. I, I show in the Ryan, I'm sorry, I keep referring to Ryan's group. I'll tell you about them a little bit more in a minute, but 20% of all sales, 20% of all my traffic comes from Google and eBay has a special new report that says how many items you've got to fix in order to be seen by Google. And it's, it can be huge. So if you sell it, if you have a thousand items in your eBay inventory, you might have 980 that Google is rejecting. And that report will tell you mine has a big fat zero. Not one item I ever sell on eBay is rejected by Google. And 20% of my traffic, I know this because eBay shows me a report every day, 20% of all my traffic comes from Google. Thank you, Google. Whenever I I, if I'm selling a champion juicer, if it's used and you search Google for used champion juicer, my listing will be right there. Maybe number one. Often it's number one. Often if there's no other good seller, I'm the only one Google shows. Now, Google will just like eBay. eBay has to put some people at the top of the search engine that are bad sellers or else they wouldn't have anything to sell. And so Google will take a few bad sellers. Google will take a few photographs that don't have a white background, but they don't take very many eBay told us Google rejects most things we send them. Google wants that money. Google does not want to reject you. Don't let them. Look at this photograph. I I unintentionally cut off this text, so that's not part of what I'm showing you. This is a cell phone photograph of this WWE wrestling action figure. And on a cell phone, this buyer. By the way, eBay always shows all photographs in a square frame. That's why they want you to take all photographs in a square frame. And this seller decided he would take a picture of it in portrait mode, taller than wide. And look what happens. Buyers have no idea what his hair looks like. Buyers have no idea if his shoes are okay, if, his, if he has a hole in the head, which he probably does since he's a wrestler, but um, it, they have no idea this action figure, and you know it's an action figure because it's a boy, it's not a doll. You know this action figure. If you sell this identical figure and all things being equal and you have, and you took it with a square photo mode with your cell phone and the buyer sees this and the buyer sees you and your titles happen to be identical and your price is identical, they can see everything about yours and they don't really know what they're getting here they're gonna click on yours. You're gonna win that every time. You, If this person appears before, right above you, they're gonna click you because this is what happens when you don't take, not with everything, but with a huge number of things. If you don't take square photographs, your buyers will not like what they see. Get a 20% boost by doing what I'm telling you on your photographs. I'm giving you gold here. If you're on eBay, I'm giving you gold. Is it a hassle to figure out how to do a white background? It's really not. You just throw it over to remove.bg and it just almost instantly does it. Or you take the photo with photo rim and it just almost instantly whitens the background of just the first picture. You don't have to do every photograph with a white background. Just the first one. That's all eBay says. That's all Google wants. The first one. All the rest... Maybe you might want to put it on something like this. I mean, I, I, you don't want much in the background, but you want you want buyers to see. Look, we're a fa- you know we really are individuals. We really do have this action figure. It's not a doll. It's for boys. We have this action figure. We really have it. It's in our possession. We know our first picture. If this were you, my first picture looks very professional because that white background really makes items pop. But all the other pictures, you know, they will be able to tell that it's. It's an individual selling it. It shows that you have what you, it's not just a stock photo. eBay doesn't allow stock photos. Many sellers use them. And unless someone reports them, eBay doesn't really say much about it. But stock photos, buyers would rather see what you really have. And this is the way to do it. So just the first picture has to be a white background. We are almost done. I I truly have given you light years of tips Uh, shockingly, you you don't, there's no way you can grasp how big these tips are. Uh, People in Ryan's group, there are a few on this call. They know what I've just told you. It's it's pretty unbelievable what consistently doing what I've told you will do for your sales. Pretty unbelievable if you start filling out as many item specifics that apply. Stop wasting your time on long descriptions. That's a waste of your time. Do your pictures right. Do your own descriptions. Still a good title. No one cares. Start making a lot of money on eBay with a lot lower costs. And in spite of all of this, I'm gonna give you the second biggest tip I can possibly give you. The second, number two biggest tip I can give you. And that is list at least one item daily on eBay. eBay loves active sellers. eBay wants you to read eBay's emails that they send us quite often uh, about certain things that you can do. Uh, eBay wants you to be online at least once a day because buyers have questions. And if buyers have a question about something you sell and you don't answer it right away, you know, within a reasonable time, they're going somewhere else because there are millions of other sellers on eBay or they're going to Amazon. They're going somewhere else. Amazon likes active sellers because you're able to take care of business. And Amazon wants you to be active. And the best way to prove to eBay that I might have said it, the best way to prove to eBay that you're an active seller. List at least one item daily. I often get the question, can I list at least two items daily? Yes, but list at least one item daily, okay? You can list 20 items a day, but list at least one item daily. I cannot tell you how big this is. This is huge. This is huge. Now, how long do you do that? Well, how long do you wanna be successful on eBay? You wanna be successful for a month? List for 30 days in a row. You wanna be successful for years? List seven days a week, 365 days a year. List at least one item daily. Well, we go to church, we have family time on Sunday. So I've got vacation coming up, what do I do? You create several drafts, you have an extra draft. Once a week, You one day a week, you create an extra listing and put it in your draft folder. And on Sunday morning, as you're getting dressed, click list and that lists that item. You've already taken photos and you've already prepared. So if you've got things like that, if you've got a trip coming up six days in a row, spend a little extra time the week ahead of time and do six extra listings, throw them in your draft folder, or you can do scheduled listing and eBay will list them for you automatically. And that way you get this boost of being able to list one item daily, whether you're there or not. And if you go on vacation, eBay has a way to put your account on vacation so that your items still sell, but you're not penalized for not shipping on time. It's all good. eBay loves taking care of sellers. They do. So how long do you list at least one item daily? Until you close your eBay account. Seven days a week, 365 days a year. Unless you do what I do. Now I go the extra mile, okay? I list nine days a week and 412 days a year. So you can go the extra mile too. Don't do your best, do my best. That's the way you win. If that's the number two selling tip on earth that I can give you for eBay, and it is this is giant. Then the number one biggest selling tip on earth, and here it is, but I owe this to you. I owe it to you. The number one biggest selling tip is to join Ryan's group for a month, Treasure Hunting Profits. Do this. Let me tell you, before you tune out, let me tell you about this group. And by the way, there's there's something at this link you don't have to pay for. You only have to sign up to, to get something at this link. So let me describe it. This is the most advanced eBay group ever in the history of the universe. And that includes all reselling eBay groups. There's more actionable content in this group put up every day, every on the average, every week, we'll say. More actionable money-making content on how to source and how to sell the items that we sell and source. More actionable content than any other group on the planet. I mean, it just is. It just, it just is. That's the value that you're getting. Anybody in the group will tell you, I told you about this link. Ryan is is offering the first month for $7. That's less than a box of Krispy Kremes. I think that's kind of criminal. He shouldn't be sacrilegious like this to my Krispy Kremes. But for $7, you can sign up for one month and cancel. And if you do, you'll get a ton of wealth of knowledge. And you're going to learn how to source. And you're going to learn how to source things that no one else looks for. We don't like to spend time in stores, scanning. We don't like to spend a bunch of times at flea markets or whatever, retail arbitrage typing in a bunch of titles. We like to go to the areas no one else sources and make a lot of money. And that's what, that's what you learn to do real fast in this group. But the content is just overwhelming. There is so much here. It's it's the best value. And it is the best value in reselling. It, it is. And anyone in this group will tell you. Now, if you go to this you will get that $7 free trial. I mean, $7 trial, one month, sign up, cancel. I don't care. Ryan doesn't care. Thank you for trying it. But before you do that, watch the video that is embedded. Ryan and I made a video. It's about an hour and 40 minutes or so embedded in this link. You will see people from our group and they're still there. Almost no one leaves this group. The the retention rate is amazing because everyone's afraid they're going to miss something tomorrow. If they were to, but anyway, all you need to do is but watch this video, and what you're going to find towards the end is I make promises of what this group offers, and it sounds nuts. It sounds like I am over the top, I'm lying, there's no way this group can offer the value that I promise at the end of this video. And by the way, if you just watch this video and never sign up, you are going to learn a lot of things I didn't show you tonight. On how to find things, how to source things that are money makers. And we don't like 33% ROIs in this group. We don't like 50% return on investments. If you're a reseller, that's chump change. Our group, we, we pretty much spend pennies to make 5 and $10 bills. We, we often just prefer 500% ROIs, 1000% ROIs. That's kind of our sweet spot is 500% ROIs. We don't like to spend $15 and only make five. That's not the way we roll in this group. And you're going to find tons of ways to do this. You will. You will find things that is never taught anywhere else. It's just not. Why? I often say, I don't know why no one else tells you this. I have no idea why no one's telling you this stuff. But they don't. So watch this video. It's enjoyable. And I make these outlandish promises. And anyone in this group, if you do decide to join for a month, Ask anyone in this group if we fulfill those promises and they're going to go, oh, they're way way past that. Ryan and Greg provide far more than they promised. I mean, it it goes above and beyond anything that they, any outlandish promise they made, that's nothing compared to what they deliver. This group delivers. You're going to find out real fast. It's going to cost you $7. And if you tell Ryan on day two, This isn't what he said. Ryan, I'm sure we'll just give your money back instantly. That's not, you're going to find out if I'm lying really fast. This group has more value than any other group. I'm not saying it's a better group than any other group. I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything except the value of this group in order to make a lot of money on eBay is, is not even close on anywhere else. And most people in this group started off as beginners either absolute beginners to eBay or very beginning eBayers. And they've only sold a few things before this group. Many of them, I'm talking about a vast number of this army in this group are top rated seller. That's the highest selling status you can get. And this group started about a year ago now, about one year ago, and it offers all of this overwhelming content and many huge number of its members are now top rated eBay sellers. And that means eBay says, well, wow, you're a top rated seller. We're going to reduce your fees another 10%. So eBay just slashes our seller fees even lower. You got to join. Give it a try. First, watch the
0: video and
1: then prove me wrong. Ryan, back to you.
0: All right. Great job. And he keeps saying it's my eBay group, but he, uh, it's all his content. He is the master at this. I just partnered up with him to create the, the group and I do kind of some of the stuff on the back end. So it's, it's Greg's thing. He's so good at it. All right. Questions. Um, my friend Russ is joining us. He said, um, he's a buddy of mine from church. I sold a vintage motorcycle gas tank for $350 and the selling fees totaled just over 50. Is that normal?
1: Um, I would have to see the transaction. Uh, you may not have had a free insertion at that point, was a It might have been an auction, which seller fees are a little bit different. Uh, in certain categories, seller fees can be a little higher than other categories. And also, if PayPal was involved, PayPal charged you. Uh, most of you who have sold on eBay before may not know this. PayPal is not owned by eBay anymore, and eBay doesn't really like PayPal anymore. And very few accounts still have PayPal for sellers. And most uh, by the end of 2021, they were going to do this last year, but the... The martial law stuff just they didn't make this major change like they were going to. But by the end of 2021, no seller on eBay will be required to have a PayPal account. And that means that fee for PayPal goes away. So your selling fees are even less. So it could have been a number of things, but in general, oh, and also good sellers, I said. So top-rated sellers, you know, they they will pay a little bit less. And so it could have been a number of things. I'm trying to think. So 350. Is that like one uh, one seventh? I guess selling fee. That seems to be a little high to me, but it could have been several things. Now, also, eBay will take if it was free shipping. Uh, eBay will take the shipping out of your out of your funds. So if you didn't offer free shipping, I mean, if you did offer free shipping, then part of that fee was shipping costs. And there are various reasons there could be that
0: high a fee. Uh, Michael asked, um, I've been selling on eBay since 98. A few years ago, I got my TRS taken away because I was unknowingly violated their, TO, their terms of service by drop shipping a few items when my inventory or stock was way off. Can I grow to the levels you speak, even though that happened? And, to prior, and then he says, I currently have 100% positive feedback.
1: Absolutely. That is, and we just did a post, I think, four days ago on... The, on what is allowed. You, you actually can drop ship on eBay in certain ways. But if you're if you're listing something on walmart.com and you want to just make 50 cents on everything you sell and you're just drop shifting from Walmart, that's a big no-no and eBay will really come down hard on you. I'm sort of surprised they didn't cancel your account. It's that serious. But if they didn't cancel your account, you're fine. Now, if you start selling again on eBay... For, for all of you who are new to eBay and who haven't sold on eBay for a while, you will have some selling limits. eBay has fraud buyers just like anyone else, and eBay's trying to limit that if you haven't used your account in a while or if you're a brand new seller, eBay doesn't know you. And so until they get to know you, they're going to limit your account to 10 or 20 items only at a time. So once you list 10 days in a row, you can't list again until something sells. That means as a new seller or as a seller like you who want to kind of re, redo your account and get it active again, I want you to start selling on the low end. Invest in your account. Don't try to make much profit for a while. Offer free shipping to encourage faster buys, especially that 100% positive feedback. That's good. You're not a brand new eBayer. So tr- buyers will trust you more because you're going to look at your feedback and see that you're not a brand new seller. So all of that will work to your advantage. But the bottom line is I guarantee you, you're, you can be a top rated seller three, four months, maybe six.
0: All right. Um, Bonnie and Scott, my friend, Scott's on here. Rookie question. How do you take a square picture on your phone?
1: Yeah. Well, what you do is you go to your cell phone phone. uh, You go to your cell phone's phone app, the phone screen that you take a photo off and somewhere on your, one of your buttons and, I can't really make a picture of my screen right now, but you're gonna see um, a way to change the resolution. And one of the options will be one-to-one, one-to-one. You're gonna see a one-to-one mode. And if you if you don't know how to do that, uh, just Google um, your cell phone model, cell phone name and model, and then square photos. And probably Google will show you how to do that. So you change your phone to one-to-one, that is a ratio one-to-one. If you think of a movie screen, it's more like um, nine to six. So like nine units wide and only six tall, because that's how you get that wide screen. That's so nice for movies. But on a photograph, you want one-to-one. You want it to be 1,200 by 1,200 dots per inch. And I promise you, your phone has a square mode. Very rarely does a phone not. Yours will.
0: What about if you're using a camera?
1: Cameras have them too. If they're, if they're, yeah, if, unless they're yeah, m- most
0: digital cameras have that mode as well. Okay. Um, Spencer says, what about eBay's built in white background editing in the phone app?
1: Yeah. Well, two things, the phone apps really stinks. And I strongly suggest that you list from a desktop or a laptop or a Chrome notebook or something like that. You get more options. But the desktop version does not yet have that white background remover. And you can use your your eBay app's phone to take uh, eBay app to take all of your photos, start a listing, take all your photos. And then once you do that and get the white picture for the first one on each one of your listings, then go to a computer and finish it because on a computer, you get far more options. eBay is trying to change that so that the listing tool is identical on both a desktop and a cell phone. And then they are putting that on that new improved, they say, listing tool, the white background remover on a desktop, laptop as well, tablet as well. So you will have identical listing tools on both, and then it won't really matter what you use. And a lot of people are happy with eBay's white background remover. I'm not. I think it's very weak compared to PhotoRoom and uh, Remove.bg, but it, it can work great. It can work great. I find it works great if you have clothing, just something that's a pretty standard item and you put it, believe it or not, on a wooden floor, like a wooden, wooden floor and have very good lights hitting it. eBay can kind of outline that and make it work, but eBay has a lot of reason to give us a perfect white background photograph, and I promise you they're working on, on making that better.
0: Carla asked, could you use Amazon's app for white background, then use that for eBay? No,
1: because I want to list fast and remove.bg is just so much faster.
0: Uh, Diego, so do you use software to research what items are good sellers? No, I
1: use eBay. I use eBay.
0: You can go on eBay,
1: and there's a new tool on eBay called Terapy. Well, it's not new, but it used to only be free to eBayers who have a store. Now it's free to everyone. You can go back one year and look for any sales history of any item. So if you see a champion juicer in a store, and you're, or you can even use your cell phone to look at sold. You're in a store and you see a champion juicer, you type champion juicer, click on sold, and you can look at all of the solds on your phone and see what they sell for and see if you want to sell it or not. That's the only research you need.
0: Melissa, does any members or do any of the members of the group sell antiques? Certainly, I do. Sherman, my FBA business is 99% automated. How much of this process could be automated?
1: With Vas and Ryan have been Ryan and I've been talking a little bit about virtual assistants, uh, eBay virtual assistants. It poses a few little new problems because you. You have possession of all your items. It's like an Amazon merchant fulfilled business. That's what eBay is, only with a whole lot less trouble. And, but you've got to do more. I think, I think it would be difficult to have a perfectly hands-off unless you have a fulfillment center. And if you use a fulfillment center for your FBA business, many fulfillment centers can ship all your eBay purchases, no problem.
0: Nate asked, doesn't eBay have max listing limitations for new sellers?
1: Yes, that's what I said. Uh, I may have gone over it too fast. If you're a brand new seller, you might only be able to list 10 or 20 items for the first month at a time. So list and price low so that you can start rotating because your job as a new seller is to prove to eBay that you are who you say you are, that you will ship when you say you will ship, that you're Buyers are not unhappy and you start getting building up feedback. So invest in your account, lower, low ball some of the prices for a while. Don't lose money on anything, but try not to, your goal for the first month or two is not to make money. It's to prove to eBay that you are who you say you are in eBay after the first month or so that you do that should start raising your limits at the end of month two. They will definitely raise your selling limits, but if you call them, they will raise them even more.
0: Chris asks, I sell a ton of CDs and DVDs. The first picture on my listings is generally the cover art stock photo. Should I change that to a pick of the actual item and do the white background or continue what I'm doing with changing yeah. sales?
1: Right. Uh, on, on books and CDs. If that, if that stock photo that eBay supplies is legitimately as exactly like yours. So if it's, if you're, if you're selling a CD, and I sell a lot of CDs, I, I like selling musical items. Cassette tapes, by the way, are really hot on eBay right now, shockingly. I don't know why. But you sell an, a cassette tape and you type the UPC or you scan the UPC code or however you get it in there. And if eBay wants to use a stock photo, fine. But my only caveat is make sure it matches what yours really looks like. If there's any difference at all, you don't want to surprise a buyer. So I would unclick that stock photo and use your own as that first picture. Otherwise, be thrilled that they supply those.
0: Okay, Carmen, we have two questions about getting paid. Carmen asked, what's PayPal replaced with? And someone else asked, if you don't use PayPal, how do you get paid?
1: Good, good, good questions. I should have said this. So um, eBay has what they call managed payments. And now instead of PayPal, eBay wants your checking account number and I give it to them. I wouldn't hesitate to give it to them. eBay has a lot to lose, not to be secure with this. Anything can happen on any platform, I realize. But PayPal has your bank account information because you're transferring your PayPal funds back and forth to your bank. Give eBay whenever they ask for it. You let eBay have it. Here's what eBay does every night, five nights a week. They put yesterday's sales into my bank account, five five nights a week. Monday night, I get Friday's sales. Tuesday night, I get Monday's income and so on. All of my income goes straight to my bank every single day. Take that, Amazon.
0: (laughs) Suman asks, what's the rule on selling CDs or DVDs, especially if they're slightly used? Can they still be returned for a refund? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: If you're smart, if you're a smart seller who wants to really make a lot of money on eBay, you will offer Full returns at all times, no questions asked. If the buyer is fraudulent, they return a different CD, eBay will protect you. There are ways to protect you that way. But in general, here's the way you here's what you do with returns. Every marketing person on earth understands the following truth. And it's counterintuitive. The longer you give free returns, the less likely a buyer will return something. The more the longer the return time window that you give free returns on whether it's a CD or address, the less likely the buyer will return it. This is because if you give seven days uh, return window, they don't even have a chance to even try it. And they're already worried about getting their money back. And just in case it's bad, I'm going to ship it back now and later I'll try it again. They'll, if eBay offers a maximum of 60 day free returns, that's what I have on all my listings. If eBay allowed a year of free returns, every one of my listings would be a year. And if eBay offered a 10 year free return policy, every single one of my listings would have 10 year free returns on all items. <laughs>
0: um so uh, folks from Canada, can I sell on eBay US?
1: You can. I don't know the exact deal about that, but many people do. Um, I, I'm not sure how your shipping works. If you have a fulfillment center here that you use, then no problem. Uh, there, There is a minor problem with having an address for your business that differs from your shipping address. eBay might suspect you as being a drop shipper when you're really just shipping out of you're shipping your items out of your warehouse or warehouse space that you lease. eBay doesn't mind you doing that, but there might be a little mix up at first whenever they, they might think you're a drop shipper. If your address changes, I, I should look into this. I'm sorry. I don't know exactly how to tell you to do it. I do know that many, many, many sellers in Canada sell on ebay.com. Uh,
0: Ryan Robinson, I have several listings that don't have good pictures and titles. Is it worth going through and redoing the pictures and titles, et cetera?
1: Yeah, if you, want, if you want to sell, it is. Now, if they're, if they're not big dollar items, I don't know. But I would. I, I, want, I want every listing to be perfect. Here's the way eBay works. If I make a sale and I only make $8 on something, and that's not the type of profit I like to make, but if I only make $8 on something, almost always I get another sale real fast. And almost always I get another sale real fast. If eBay really rewards activity, and if eBay sees that your account's getting hot, They will boost your sales temporarily. They will boost your search engine results and you'll get more sales. So I would start fixing those. I wouldn't do it all at once. Don't don't tackle that elephant all at once. Do five a day, fix five a day. Go to your inventory. Uh, If you don't know how to find exactly what you have immediately, you need to be in Ryan's group (laughs) because we'll tell you exactly how to find everything that you sell immediately. But change five a day, fix five a day.
0: Richard, S., I'm surprised you didn't mention how eBay offers to show your eBay listing on Facebook.
1: eBay shows your listing on Facebook. I Only have so much time. See, Ryan only gives me like an hour for this. I, I would take like nine hours and make you all a whole bunch of money. But Ryan, he's chintzy with his time.
0: Yeah, uh, Victoria, he's got a
1: he's got a little boy and a wife, and it's like right. they're like feed me, daddy. Give dress me, daddy. Give me some clothes, daddy. It's like they're always bothering him for stuff. <laughs>
0: Victoria, does anyone in the group do POD on eBay? Are there sales for that, like Etsy or Amazon merch?
1: Um, there are. There are ways to sell eBooks and all of that. You have to go to the classified ad format in order to ship items uh, mm-hmm. electronically. But yes, you can do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Bonnie Watson, are you ordering online and shipping from home?
1: I do some online arbitrage. They're the most advanced, the most complete. Online arbitrage for eBay webinar ever recorded in the history of the universe is in this group. And so, yes, I do online arbitrage. I prefer the incredibly high return on investments that you get by buying items in person.
0: Looks right, like the last question of Michael, I face problems with item specific sticking. I will put them in and 24 hours later. Most, if not all, the non required are gone. Any idea why that is occurring?
1: Um, if it is a recent thing, try it again. eBay did a summer seller, a spring seller update, and they had some item-specific problems that kind of did some of that. If you find this to have been a case for a long time, you need to call their customer support right away because they can fix that. Well, you don't call customer support. You contact. You look through the help screen, and then it will find Contact Us, whenever you do that there'll be an option that says either do an online chat or we will call you always click the we will call you always talk to a person and they'll fix they'll fix it
0: victoria says if you do not have something to post that day can you update a listing instead and that count for the search engine love
1: no it doesn't i wish it did that would make it a lot easier but no so always have something to list every single day people in our group they came from a retail arbitrage background, and that's a real sexy thing. You know, you go to Walmart and you get 100 items and you can list throw them, send them all to FBA, and mm-hmm. it's so nice. And with the way we primarily source, we do retail arbitrage. We show you how to do all of that in this group, the eBay way. But a lot of our stuff comes from used places, garage sales, yard sales, thrift stores, estate sales. And people who come from a retail arbitrage background, don't, they don't like the thought of this. Oh, we make it so easy. And so everyone in the group was hesitant a year ago. It's like, I don't know that we want to, we'll try this. I don't think we want to mess. We don't know anything about used items and it just seems dirty and we don't want to do it. Immediately within a month or two, Ryan, they were all complaining. We've got too many things. We can't get it all listed. We've got too many things. So it is far better to list one item seven days in a row than list seven items one day and skip six, please. The second biggest selling tip I could give you was list at least one item every day.
0: Michael, I'm jazzed about super high ROI, but what about dollars per hour? If the item is only a low value item, like a cassette tape.
1: Well, I sold some cassette tapes that are high dollar items. (laughs) Um, you're not comp you're not sourcing right i mean don't source something that's only going to give you a three dollar profit ebay tells you how much profit you're going to make number one you're going to be a better and better seller every single day every single day you're going to rise in that search engine so you're going to start raising your price over time to be one of the highest price sellers of anything that you list so there's that but if you're sourcing something and you see the profit has potential of three to six dollars don't buy that to source wait until you get something worth a lot more money
0: cool that's it Greg any other last minute advice oh I don't think so I should have
1: had a joke but I don't I don't know of one I do know the guy walked into the bar with a piece of uh, concrete under his arm and he said bartender give me one for the road
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: have any jokes
0: <laughs> good stuff cool Awesome. Thanks so much, Greg, for doing this. Appreciate you guys for being on with us and we'll see you guys on yeah. the group. Thanks a whole lot. Good while. night, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. From right here in the Dallas Metroplex, Ryan teaches several entrepreneurial courses and group coaching programs to students all over the world. Be sure to listen next week at the same time for Streams of Income with Ryan Rieger.